and welcome to Behind the Bites, this time making sure that we sort of name our podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, episode 8 being recorded on the 31st of January. Uh, let's start by telling Star you guys that we Star have Fleet, a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we now have Twitter presence uh, behind the bytes. B e h i n d t h e b y t e s. So just follow yeah, us on there. Thank you, thank you. I think Super it was about time. He's, he's practiced. He's been practicing that all morning. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was my intro. You know, I've been looking, looking at the mirror. I'm like, I know I can do this. I know I can do this. It's like self help books of like how to read podcast intros effectively. <laughs> I, I think I did all right. Influence people. He could write one right. now. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Good stuff. So we're on Twitter and in the profile, you can get each one of our individual Twitter yes. handles as well, in case you want to follow Pavisha, Mike or myself. But uh, welcome again to Behind the Bites, episode eight. Now, before we get started, I thought I'd do one little thing. We're called Behind the Bites, right? Correct. Right. Bite is B-Y-T-E, which obviously refers to data, mm -hmm. but byte also has another meaning. Yes. So I thought what I'm going to do from this week onwards is I'm going to go down, mm -hmm. pick something up, which I have absolutely no clue related to oh food God. or oh candy. <laughs> and we have this, I, I have absolutely no clue what so this is. A box is holding a box. Why don't you take a picture and tweet it on yeah. our new Twitter account yeah, so we'll our pop, followers we'll can kind of see Twitter that. Account. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, go, go so look at this. This is a totally Japanese Pokemon-looking Candy, yeah, I just, I'm assuming, and it it looks like. Can I have a quick look? Absolutely. Let's open it up and let's yeah, have them. It um, looks like some kind of Gundam versus Pikachu candy stick. Oh well, open it up, Mike. Okay, let's, let's, let's have, have a look. Yeah, I'm pretty excited that, about this. Oh, and the foil wrapped. Ooh, nice. Two types of foil. The Japanese uh, man. Blue and gold. gold. Which one would you like, guys? I'll take the blue. Yeah, I'll take the gold. I'll also attempt blue, although nothing in the natural world is blue, so that's a little terrifying. <laughs> yeah, so just, just to add context for those who can't see this yet, um, it's a Japanese oh, candy box with gold and blue... Individual wrapped... Individually wrapped something. candy sticks, which a boss has picked up from I don't know where. Oh, okay. That's crunchy. a crunchy. Bite. Very crunchy. Ah. And very sour. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Very, very, very sour. I was saying before we started recording that I was crashing because I'd had a coffee earlier in the day. I think this is going to fix that problem. That will help you with that. Wow, I think like this had like three. I went through three different tastes. Interesting. It was mango peachy at first and then a blast of something hit my okay. face. Good. So that was our... No, that sounded wrong. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> I, I don't think any of us here, I speak for myself, but um, I think any of us here can speak Japanese or read Japanese. Konnichiwa. Yes. That's the extent of my Japanese. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I can't tell you what these are called. Who knows? Oh, wow. But we're going to pick something up every week, which we have absolutely idea. no idea what it is, and experiment the bite behind the bite. It may be unavailable some weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I'm developing a taste for this, actually. <laughs> yeah. Too sour. Very sour. Um, moving on. I would are you supposed to suck on it, or are you supposed to I read this two bites out of five. Again, Get something that, on that might not necessarily... <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent. So let's get started with uh, news related um, to the local side of things. So the big one is Virgin Mobile launches in the UAE. This happened today. Yeah, today morning. And Absolutely. This is huge news, right? This is, I'm not sure if it's huge news. It's, <laughs> it's, it's news for sure uh, because it's not necessarily a new operator. It's not even an MVNO. It's a literally a brand. A MVNO is Mobile Virtual, virtual Network, Network operator. operator. Correct. Absolutely. So <laughs> MVNOs basically buy packets, minutes, data, whatever from a regular operator, resell it under their own name. This is just 
do or not do. This is EITC, which is the parent company of do, coming up with a new brand that sits right next to do, targeted at a specific sector, market sector, which they didn't really announce at the event today. Uh, they just told you what it wasn't going to be. They they literally said that everything related to the service itself is going to be revealed in about a few weeks' time when they mm -hmm. hold another event. This was just to announce that Virgin Mobile is a brand in the UAE that EITC has taken upon, and they're launching it as a sub-brand of EITC. And, just and like they've do. launched a, a page where you can sign up. To That's correct. VirginMobile.ae. Absolutely. You can go and input your email address, your phone number, and I think they ask a couple more questions. Such like as, the OS. And exactly, which OS yeah. you're using. So it's interesting. I'm not sure if it's going to bring anything new to the table. Obviously, it's just EITC at the end of the day. So it's not a new telco. It's not something that's going to be competing with at the Salat, I guess, because yeah. I mean that's the only other operator that we have. Well, it's by virtue of being under another telco, by virtue of being under EITC, mm -hmm. it still competes with that Salat. It is a theoretical substitute sure. to at the Salat. Um, now, an MVNO would correct me if I'm wrong, Abbas, an MVNO would be another company, a third company, that's who would lease infrastructure from at Salat or do that's and sell their offerings. Yes, that's why it's a virtual network operator. Correct. This is not because it's not another company it's no. a it's a brand which sits Within. under eitc absolutely and they Next use to do. they continue to use the same services but i suppose it's like complimentary to do or yeah. i mean i guess it, like about to say it depends on the positioning of who they want to market to yeah. right maybe what it allows them to do perhaps is to split the do customer base and say okay if you are this particular type of uh, phone user mobile phone user you're better off going over here because Absolutely. we can service you better in this capacity. And we, you talked off air about data, better data package offerings. I know. Maybe so. With, with yeah. Thing or yeah absolutely. A few, a few. I've seen this branded positioning in a few countries, mm -hmm. and none of them come to mind right now. But I, I know I can draw a parallel to what Huawei did with Honor. Right? They talk right, about sure. Honor being. Um, a fun, quirky sort of selfie generation right. uh, to whom they target to. And it was also a way for them to enter the U.S. market. Correct. That's right. Um, That's right. So it's, yeah. And we know Virgin is such a brand. Virgin Megastore yes. is exactly that. It's not cheap, but they do have that cool, quirky, young vibe and I think so and I think that's what the packages that will be offered by Virgin Mobile in the UAE will be targeted towards. I think you're probably going to get a little bit of entertainment thrown in with their mobile network services. Yeah, it's, it's mobile phones for the Snapchat, Snapchat millennial generation. Something right? along like, those lines, absolutely. I guess the kind of vibe you get with what Virgin's overall marketing strategy tends to be. Yeah, and I, um, I think if you kind of look at, uh, I believe it's T-Mobile in the US, mm -hmm. where it doesn't count any data towards yeah. Netflix, if you're watching yeah, Netflix right. anymore. Or music so, for that matter. Or music for that matter. So I think they might have something similar to that here mm -hmm. as well, where you know certain aspects yeah. of data are going to be free. Like that, the social package which do has, yes. that could be a very uh, virgin mobile thing. True. Yes, again, it could. Talking to a different kind of audience. But then that here, sort yeah. of begs the question, is do going to cut down on its offerings just to accommodate that on virgin side or are they going to compete against mm. each other, you know, to... Well, uh, I mean, it wasn't clear, it. As, I mean, as you said, it, it's going to act as a completely separate entity. So I don't think perhaps do, contrary to what I just said, to be honest, is going to take people off 
it pre-existing right. do packages and move them to another company. Right? No, they're not. But I'm I mean, by accounting purposes, they're completely separate. They are. They, they are. Have, they have a different CEO as well. No, no actually, no. So the CEO is uh, Osman, Sultan. Osman Sultan, which is for EITC. So he made that very clear. I'm the CEO of EITC, not to do. Okay. Uh, so you know, it's basically under him that both of these brands are going to okay. be running. Okay. So they're going to they're going to be competing for marketing dollars from EITC. Obviously, you know, EITC has got a budget. They're going to need to split it out. It'll be interesting how it's going to plays out. Um, and and then what will also be interesting is to see how Atisalat, if they do, kind of <laughs> does against this. Like, what are they going to do to kind of compete with this? Right. That's right. Because I mean, Atisalat is this sort of global provider that yes. doesn't really have that much positioning towards a younger hipper market i mean they have signed deals you can get for iphones that kind of thing sure but clearly eitc has uh, identified this as a area that's missing and and, and they want to target and, that so i'm, I'm interested uh, in this because in qatar mm-hmm. uridu back when it was qtel right had launched virgin mobile yes, as well I now that. i i'm not sure if they launched it as an mvno or right. it was a branded uh, proposition i think it I was, think was an a mvno i'm not sure it was an MVNO. I, I don't know i'm not too sure about it but yeah. i thought it was an mvno but i could be yeah. wrong but there were some challenges exactly with regards to that with licensing and the likes where um vodafone who's the other operator right. spoke to the regulatory authority and said hey look there is no um, provision for another operator to do this okay. or something and I could be completely huh. mistaken but the idea was Virgin Mobile then stopped wow, okay. uh, serving customers in Qatar so I wonder if that is why they're sort of making clear why yes, they they're so doing I a think branded a, positioning absolutely. as opposed to MVNO because they might not have gotten a yes, license exactly so I, there was a representative from TRA present as well okay. and you know he was very 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 clear on the fact that it's not a new license it's exactly EITC we are a brand that's called Do the company is not called EITC and just like Do this is just a brand that we have he mentioned they've got a couple of other brands already that we don't necessarily know a lot about uh, one of them he said was targeted more towards the um, more towards the very, very, very low end sector of the market was labor camps and stuff. He specifically okay. called that. I think he called it at LO or LO or something like that. I think I've heard about that. Yeah. So that also belongs it's to very, EITC. very so. strong messaging from that part, I think. No, for sure. I, that I mean, They wanted to be yeah. really clear on that. Um, I, mean, it, it, it's, I mean, it's very clever, I suppose, in a way, because it's nice to differentiate these things. And then, but, you know... It, the fact that they're not obfuscating it is, I think, surprising yeah. because you could get away with just trying to let people think that it sure. was a new company, right? Sure. No, I think but, they're making sure that they make it clear. To, so they're probably part of toes. the contract or the requirements have to be mm-hmm. in compliance Correct. to make sure. Yeah. But I mean, as yeah. far as the user is concerned, it makes no difference, right? Yeah. Whether it's an MVNO yes. or if it's a new brand. Mm-hmm. Particularly in terms of tariffs, I think that there's certain regulations that are imposed yes. here in the I UAE so that don't well. allow companies to undercut each other by huge amounts, right? So... So yeah. that's not going to change. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for something like that, that's not going to happen. Yeah, you're not going to get significantly better yeah. call rates. Absolutely, this, yeah. As far as we know, yeah. based, uh, on, based on previous experience. I guess <laughs> a very bad example of um, explaining this is that, look, PepsiCo owns Pepsi, 7-Up, Mirenda. They're all carbonated drinks at the end of the day, right. owned by the same company, right. targeted towards different people. Yeah. So, you know, think of it too. (laughs) Exactly. Slightly (laughs) varying quantities of sugar. (laughs) But Coke owns Coca-Cola and Thumbs Up as well. Right. And they're both both Coke-driven drinks, but Thumbs Up is just more stronger or more carbonated. Mm -hmm. Right. And Thumbs Up is from India. So, I mean... Yeah, yeah, possibly. There you go. So yeah, we may have stretched that. <laughs> and <I'll laughs> well, I guess we'll wait to find more details in the coming mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, but it's again, still exciting. I mean, it's the presence it of is. another brand. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I've already went ahead and registered.
registered on their website as, as a beta a user, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. you know, applied for it at least, haven't gotten selected yet. They're going to select people for beta testing. Uh, would love to be a part of that. Do, Me too, Virgin, if, if you're, you're listening. listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the thing is, Do has always been quite progressive about their mobile strategy. I think so. Strategies. so yeah. To have someone like Virgin who kind of position themselves being this young, hip kind of thing, whether they're the first to move into slightly even faster versions of mobile for data, sure. that kind of thing. For sure. You know, it's encouraging. And uh, I think their marketing is also pretty amazing. Some right. of the ads and stuff yeah. that they've come up with. Yeah. I'm not sure if you've guys seen the last one they did for the oversharing of social media. Have you seen that ad? No. no. Oh, you guys got to watch that. Right. Really nicely done. Really, right. really nicely done. But I don't know. N- none of us over here qualify as young, cool, or hip. <laughs> so speak, for yourself, speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. That's my problem, man. <laughs> I'm using the Dyson hair dryer. Do you know that? Oh. I'm cool. Is that I'm why young. your hair I'm looks so good? I'm, I'm not cutting my hair just so I can use the hair dryer. So you know? Some of us like, can't use the Dyson <laughs> hair dryer. <laughs> All right. So moving on, some more uh, local news. WhatsApp is the most used social network in the UAE, which is no surprise, honestly mm. speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody I know or, you know, uses WhatsApp. I don't know a single person who doesn't use WhatsApp. Uh, 97% of the population is what the Arabian Business News um, story said, followed by Facebook at 89% and YouTube at 73%. I was surprised that Instagram wasn't in the top three. I think it's a, it must be a, a fast-growing... Uh, no, but I, sh- I mean, if you it's think been about around it, for a while, right? right? Like mm. you're, you, a large portion of the population is your low-income group, right? And for um, WhatsApp makes makes a lot of sense, and YouTube is great for, sure. for entertainment, right? Yeah. And we're right. looking at Facebook again. Facebook also has a larger brand name. Instagram is more. It's it's a uh, not to be downplay Instagram, but it is a vain kind of yeah, exactly, network, yeah. right? Yeah. Whereas exactly as you said, I mean, communication is key when it comes to a social network. What's interesting is that the, obviously two of those are Facebook brands, right? Yes, like WhatsApp and Instagram. Yes. I was uh, reading an article recently. And WhatsApp. WhatsApp and Facebook. Yeah, sorry, sorry WhatsApp yeah. and Instagram, but not Instagram. Yes. WhatsApp and Facebook. You, WhatsApp yeah. and Facebook. Yes. <laughs> no, about how like one of the, the most interesting moves that Facebook ever did was to buy WhatsApp. Right. right? And I think we can agree with that in the sense that, what did they spend? 23 19 billion. Billion. Yeah. 23. 23. 19 was the actual, but 23 yeah. was when you added the compensation the uh, owners got out of it as well. Right. Oh, yeah, because yeah. that, that information came out later. I think so, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. fine. The way they essentially left the brand alone to do its own thing. Yep. And it was almost like they paid $23 billion to stop anybody else buying that company. Yeah. Because it's the, it's, if you look at it, it's, it's, and this is proof that WhatsApp is probably one of the few things in the world that could have put Facebook out of business. You know, had so, had Google purchased it, had right. gone and done, you know, something on their own. Like, yeah, it was I mean, this very calculated move by Facebook to say, "Oh shit, look how big WhatsApp is getting." Not necessarily in the U.S., but in Asia, this right. part of the world. I mean, it's it's huge. It's, no, so China is China is all WeChat. Yeah, yes. WeChat is another level. Yes. Yeah. I think we discussed that at yeah. some point. That's a platform uh, by itself. Yeah, that's yeah. a platform by itself, and WeChat could definitely put Facebook out of business. Right. WhatsApp has a lot of use time, but I still don't as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. I think WhatsApp Well, and maybe Facebook, maybe yeah. I spoke maybe I spoke wrongly in terms of Facebook as an overall strategy, but things like Facebook Messenger, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is something that Facebook More is pushing. More yeah, yeah. This kind of communication but the, and the way that Facebook is positioning itself with sort of these bots that you can now run mm-hmm. through there, this yep. assistant stuff, yeah. can all be replicated in something like yeah. I think like so WhatsApp. As well. I think um, so as well. And it's just opened up another 
revenue stream for them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe Facebook, that's a that's a strategy for Facebook because they did the same thing with Instagram, right? I mean, right. Instagram started growing by leaps and bounds, exactly. and Facebook was like, wait a minute, you know. Yeah, because I mean, there was talk that, so. around the time that Twitter was going to buy Instagram. Yeah, up. exactly. And they bought it for what, just like a billion dollars? I think it was a lot Chum less change. than, yeah. yeah. <laughs> change. Think about it now. <laughs> and now here it is, like, essentially you know, giving Snapchat a run for its money by basically sure. yeah. taking things that Snapchat does yes. and yeah, saying, absolutely. we can do it too. Yeah, yeah practically moved over completely from Snapchat to Instagram. Absolutely, yeah. Um, everything Snapchat does, apart from its filters, yeah. um, Instagram, Instagram can do. And I that. have an existing sort of audience following and I mm-hmm. don't need another Another app. social yeah. network, absolutely. Uh, Snapchat is coming up with their IPO this week, yeah, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, which will be very, should interesting. Be very interesting. Their glasses are pretty cool, though. I hear. Um, I hear. I, I got a chance to actually have an open unit. Nice. At home and at my office, I should have got them. I yeah. intended to, but I completely forgot. But it's a cool, fun little thing. Right. Uh, we can just put on, shoot a lot of videos during the day and then just like transfer them on. Very cool. So that's a good product. And Snap has... Snapchat or yeah, Snap said that they're yeah. a camera company. Right. So they're taking right. the entire Which I think is a little bit. Yeah. Like, that's... They need to calm down about that. Yeah. Because, like, fine, they made some goggles, but they're using cameras on other people's phones. It's like they're not making yeah. those cameras. Right? No, so I don't think they're. They're a filter company at this point. But no, I. Not a, not a physical camera company as much as everything to do with taking pictures right. and videos like a that's how like they're a camera, camera, camera company. company right? Yeah, a camera. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, sure. mm. And, yeah. I, you know, I mean, I've read, I've read talk that. The, the best thing that Snap, Snap Inc. could do is build a drone, right? And compete directly with people like GoPro. GoPro or DJI, DJI right. right? Because that's maybe the next logical step. I think the glasses were a really interesting move from them, primarily because, you know, how much the world has changed since everybody poo-pooed Google Glass. Yeah. And that all died in the ass. And then Snapchat were like, well, we're kind of making the same product. Hmm. But if we put it in a pair of glasses that, you know, look hip enough and, like, don't you know tell people when we're actually recording them and then everybody no, people was know right when with them. when you're recording with, they with, do yeah oh no that's what i mean yeah, 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 yeah you yeah, can yeah. see the little ring yeah. come on and it's like it's obvious yeah and then it just seemed to work better i mean maybe they, they had a better had marketing the, department they also google. had the following and the platform mm. in the beginning right right google well i mean google the was gla- still, glass google was still google when they when they put out google glass mm. yeah but google was not young and hip and friendly when you yeah. think of snapchat I think you know it people to robert are... scobel and everybody was like oh, <laughs> yeah. That's weird. yeah that will throw your brand off <laughs> yeah, a, a pale white guy in the yeah. shower middle-aged right yeah that's right. not hip cool yeah. or young yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you'll never yeah. see scobel and virgin together no, <laughs> uh, we love you robert scobel <laughs> Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. Um, with uh, Snapchat, what was I going to say? I think I just lost my train of Sorry. thought here. Um, but yeah, I think those glasses are definitely an interesting move. Uh, let's see how they go. Oh, yes, what I was going to say is when you mentioned the marketing side of things, mm. I wondered if they intentionally released it in very limited quantities mm. just to get the hype around it mm. where people really want it, but they I can't mean, get it. Yeah. Google yeah. Glass was the same thing. Though. But Google Glass was insanely expensive. Yes, for it was $1,500 and, and this is one fifty. I Googled exactly. like, you know, I mean, Google had never been a cool company, right? Like it's always... I don't know. I know. Uh, I mean, I, to I, us, I they are because yeah. they're Google, right? Like, it's our job, and we yeah. the things I that think Google make are cool. super cool. But, like, to, you know, 15 year old kid, like, they don't care. And Maybe Google so. Glass was also trying to do a lot, right? Yes. It was directions and hangouts mm-hmm. and Absolutely, everything. Yeah. What Snapchat yeah. does is it's one just, thing mm-hmm. 10 second videos, and that's it. On a platform that you already like for that age yeah. bracket. Exactly. exactly. So it made it very easy and very simple. So I think that definitely helped. And, of course, it looks good. Those glasses look good as opposed to. Now, yeah, when yeah. you think about it, in hindsight, Google Glass look really dorky. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very right. clinical in their looks. Yeah. I can see a scientist or a surgeon wearing mm-hmm. them, but you can't wear glasses outside. Yeah. 
Interesting point, yeah. Uh, in the interest of full disclosure, I don't use Snapchat at all, so... I, I, I know I created an account once, but honestly, I don't think I've ever posted anything or installed the app after I just created that account. That was right. pretty much the right. I understand the need for it. It's, it's one of these platforms that like, m- my kind of reasoning for it is we tell people of a certain age that, hey, you should never put anything on social media because right. when you get older, it's going to come and bite you back in the right. ass. You know, be careful what you do, blah, blah, blah. And as a result, this Snapchat platform has, where, has been yeah. created where it's like yeah. everything is, is ethereal. Like, it's not permanent. I mean, you but, can make it permanent to a certain extent, but it's designed to be as impermanent as possible. And through my reading on Snapchat as well, I found that they purposely made the app very difficult to use for, for a, a number of reasons. Uh, the first being, obviously, trying to keep older people away from it. Okay. Because you know, people oh, over a certain I age bracket are like, I can't use this thing. How does it work? Why is it so weird? Why is it not like Facebook? Right. And the other reason is that if you have an app that's difficult to use, you're going to ask someone how to use it who already knows, and then by the property of someone teaching you, you're more likely to retain the information and continue right. to use the app. Huh. They're a very clever company. And yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Well, and there's sure. these little things that, that make Snapchat... I mean, we'll see what the IPO says is right. next week, right? Yes, yeah. it is. Um, it is week. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's you know, I, I just don't get the app. I don't, I'm one of those old people, man. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> behind you, Mike. All right, uh, moving on. The HTC U Ultra and HTC U Play were launched in the UAE. Uh, last week, mm-hmm. uh, we went and we played with them. Got to say that uh, the device looks so much better in person yeah. uh, versus when it was launched. I, I followed the live stream when it was launched, what, two or three weeks ago? Yeah, three weeks now. And wasn't impressed when I first saw that. Uh, but you go and you play with the unit and, you know, you kind of feel it in your hands. And then you can see that, yeah, especially that sapphire blue. Mm-hmm. Ah, that looked beautiful. Yeah, it's a That nice looked phone. beautiful. Uh, it's a big size. It's a, like... HTC have always been good at design yes. of metal phones. And, and they've got to a stage, is, I think, with the 10 where they're like, okay, this is about as far as we're going to get yeah. for metal phones. And then they smashed it out of the park on design their first well, this glass phone and said, hey, this Absolutely. is great. Absolutely. It's a you know, super beautiful phone. phone. Yeah. I mean, look, at the, the second screen thing, um, the HTC Sense screen right. assistant <laughs> could go either way. Which, I mean, until I actually get hands on it and have a play, yeah. I don't know. As we know, it wasn't super great in the LG phones. It was fine. Right. But at least the phone itself looks nice. It's running Nougat, which is the best exactly. version of Android that we can get at the moment. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm keen to actually get my hands on it, to be honest. No, absolutely. And then we had a small chat with um, Charlene Chang, mm-hmm. the, um, the president for HTC Smart Smartphones and Wearables Division. And what I really liked about that conversation we had with them was how open he was as an executive generally you ask them questions and they're super tight-lipped about mm-hmm. things but he was like firing on all cylinders you asked him whatever like i asked him about wearables yeah. and like right away he mentioned he's like look we're not doing a watch you know we're not doing an android watch straight mm-hmm. out no beating around the bush no we're looking at it blah 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 uh, very direct very straightforward refreshing. very refreshing absolutely i i mean we asked him quite a few questions and he was quite direct on them uh, he yeah, did he mention talked that. about the pitfalls of the last couple of years in HTC. I mean, he straight yes. up said that the M9 was, M9 was, was a disaster for them. them. Exactly. <laughs> Which you know. is, you know, you normally don't get that kind of candidness unless you've had a few drinks with people. But like, <laughs> normally that stuff's off the record, right? No, like, absolutely. So, he was um, he was very very open with that. Even yeah. the, I took a picture with him with the iPhone mm-hmm. that I had with me at that time. And the picture was just okay. The iPhone's front cam isn't necessarily the best. And, you know, I kind of jokingly said that no ultra pixels on this, unfortunately. He looks at the picture and he's like, you know what? That's not a bad picture at all. He didn't knock off the competition, even though his new product was sitting right over here and obviously superior to it. 
uh, but a very genuine kind of guy, which is yeah. what I kind of liked about him. Uh, a couple of other interesting things that he did mention was that he said that HTC will have one more flagship when the new uh, Qualcomm processor is available. Right. Um, the A35. Yeah. He didn't mention the processor by name. Okay. He said that whenever, yeah. Which because, is... Yeah. Not unsurprising, but yes. it's good to hear that HTC is still, you know, stepping up to the game. Right? No, absolutely. Because that's the concern on the on the Ultra is that it's it's not running the latest tech, and by the time Samsung and LG and all these come out, it's but, unfortunately. So let's, let's do a quick recap on what it is running, just the specs. Sure, it's got a Snapdragon eight twenty one, four gigs okay. of RAM. It's finally a dual SIM high end phone by HTC, but only a three thousand um, milliamp. Three th- so, I mean, I asked him about the battery as well, and he said that, look, it's the same as M10 levels. So he's like, you'll get a day out of it. Um, above and beyond that, I it's hate, just I something the, that... Uh, what's the word? Uh, devil's advocate. But if you're running two screens on a battery that small... Right. ...that's running AI... Uh, sure. Apparently, I'm, I'm interested to see how it's going to get a day of battery. I, I, I Fine, I could, we'll save this for the next topic that comes in because there's another thing that we want to talk about just following that and battery life could also relate to that. Uh, but I mean, look, he says that you're going to get a day out of it. And honestly speaking, I haven't come across a single phone that gives me two days of life. Yeah. Even with 4,000 milliamps of battery, such as the uh, Huawei Mate, Mate 9, charge, yeah. I, I cannot get two days of battery life out of it. I'll get a day and a little bit more, but I will have to charge it on the second day. Yeah. So he was saying that with software optimizations, with quick charge technology... And they as do long work as you quite... Get... You also mentioned they work quite closely with Google when, when designing these yes. phones. Yes. And the operating systems and stuff. So I mean, maybe that has a lot to do with it. Exactly. Well. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the software optimization. Yeah. On on, uh, on, is it on Nougat. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really good. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Really, so standby really times are great. Yes. Right. Exactly. And, and generally, I mean, HTC. I mean, like you said, the 10 was good. The battery on that phone was actually pretty brilliant. Mm. But this is a phone that's has some markedly newer technology in it. Yep. that's doing some interesting things. But does the brand still elicit that same excitement? I don't think so. I, I honestly don't think so. I mean, uh, you know, as from, much as... From what he was talking, <laughs> it certainly sounded like... But uh, I don't know, man. Like, I walked into that press conference with skepticism in me after reading about the phone, but walking away from it, you know, it got me excited about the handset. Yeah, it's a good phone. Yeah. There's no denying that. But HTC is a brand, unfortunately doesn't have the pull that I think um, Samsung or mm-hmm. Apple or any of the other tier ones. He did mention that uh, they came up in Taiwan with a, what was it, 10,000 units that uh, the HTC U Ultra was released mm-hmm, for pre-orders. Right. And he's like, within minutes, that it was sold, sold out. And because of that, they had to do a second batch of 10,000 units. And that also got sold out immediately. But that's a whole... But that's, that's their home, home territory. Exactly. It's how exactly. Sony would do in Japan. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So I... Uh, from, you know, when we speak to HTC reps over here, they yeah. say that, the you know, HTC is doing fine in the Middle East. But again, I I personally don't know a single person who uses an HTC mm. phone. You know. I don't know. For anecdotally, I mean, for myself, walking around the metro here, I take the metro around and I see more HTC phones than nice. I would expect to. But it's the mid-range offering. Yeah, it's, right. It's not, the M10, yeah. it's not the M10s or the M9. It's like, you know... The, the desires and... Not even. The ones that are a little bit down from that, right? Six to six? Yeah, some of the older phones. That's a good phone, though. Yeah, That's I mean, they're, they're fine. Yeah. But they make good phones. I'm not arguing that... You know, I'm not saying that they don't make good phones. I think they make great phones. I agree, I just but think I feel like their yeah. market tends to skew their a little brand bit more is... to, this, to, to this more mid-range level. Right. And we've seen that with the focus on the desire line in the Correct. last two years. And the things that they're doing in that mid-range area. And that's okay, I think. I mean, look, flagship phones at the price point they are, they don't necessarily uh, warrant that price mm-hmm. for the specs. It's just the brand prestige mm-hmm. that comes with it. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, an S8 or a Note is as much about prestige uh, as Absolutely. it is about 
specs, and that's definitely the case for Apple as well. Well, absolutely. I mean, yeah. it's absolutely true. I mean, for most of last year, Sony Mobile didn't have a flagship phone. That's you know, they right, they had the X, X G, yes. they had the XZ yeah. in the, yeah. the latter at half the, of the right year, at but the they end. Yeah. since the Z five, they didn't have any. Yes, right? absolutely for a full year. That's true. Without a flagship that's true. phone, the X A uh, and the X Ray Ultra yeah. weren't necessarily yeah, they were high all end phones. Sort of Mid-range. Yeah, very mid-range. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's a viable strategy, I suppose, if that's the market you want to target. I guess so. I mean, I'd, I mean, I'd be interested to hear what Sony have to say their numbers were for those phones. No, for sure, but I mean, you got to keep that in mind as well, that the mid-range sector, when you look at some of the phones, for example, we mentioned the Honor 6X mm. yeah, mm-hmm. in the last yeah. week. I mean, fantastic phones at like 899, yeah. 999 dirhams, you know, it's right. fantastic phones. Yeah. China, so China it's going to be hard to compete. It and, and it's like, you yeah. know, you're right, if... Sony Mobile can position themselves mid-market as they want, but if China comes out with a phone that is equally as good and at half the price, yes. what are you going to do? So, what are you gonna do? pop quiz time over here. Oh, this is ooh. something that I didn't mention in and show notes. This and is a brightness <laughs> with the candy, <laughs> yeah. and now there's a test. Okay, so uh, I'm not sure if you guys read this or not, but for the first time in five years, mm. the iPhone was not the best-selling phone in China last year for 2016. So five years prior to that, the iPhone was always the number mm. one phone. Last year, it wasn't. Can either one of you guess which phone displaced it? Now, right. before you guys sort right. of, I didn't get the answer. Like, right. I wouldn't have ever imagined the phone that mm-hmm. was, you know. So it's not Huawei or Xiaomi. Well, uh, yeah, and it's give not, me your yeah. guess. And give it's me not your guess. Samsung. Give me your guess. What do you guys think? Know. Do they, I guess, Lenovo? No, I wouldn't say Lenovo. I don't know. Chinese brand. <laughs> Bavisha, do you want to give it a shot? Uh, I feel like I've read this. Yeah, me too. Because I know Xiaomi's gone down. It's not Huawei. No, they they did say they have the best sales ever. Yeah. But that might be a yeah, global but then guy global quit thing. To Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I feel like uh, if I get like two three minutes, I'll get it. But I don't want to keep our listeners waiting. If you say it's HTC, that. I'm very upset. It's not <laughs> HTC. I can't honestly. No, go on a bus. All right, so it was Oppo, believe it or not. Oppo had a phone that uh, was at 17% market share. The R9? I don't remember exactly which one, but I was quite surprised to find that Oppo, of all the companies, had a phone. I'm not surprised, actually. Oppo's doing really well in India as well. Yeah. And Southeast Asia, they're a pretty big brand. They're they're a decent brand. Um, They do good marketing because they've signed up with a few celebrities in Mm -hmm. India. And they're at very competitive price points. All right. Um, They do make good phones. I mean, from what I remember, the couple of ones that I've played with, nice looking phones. And from what I know, they're the same company as OnePlus, right? At the end of the day? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's... I think they have the same overall investor or something Mm. like that. Right. Okay. I think they had a 20 megapixel front camera. Wow. If I remember correctly, oh, from wow. the ads that's in that India, that's the F nine, the F nine something. So oh, at very yeah, competitive the self, price. It's like the selfie market. Yeah. Fun, right. Yeah. Um, and they've got some top tier celebrities in India, and I imagine right. if they're doing the same in China, then they might um, have I wouldn't be surprised if uh, okay. they're the top. But this people, is yeah. for all of 2016. They were the highest. Yes, for 2016, this was that's, the highest selling that's phone. That's huge yeah. for them to be honest, because that's yeah. what said it's the biggest market in the world, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we're probably going to be seeing more of them. Yeah, but we also had like the Nokia in UAE as the highest <sighs> what, three years right, ago. Right, right. You remember the yes. RTA report? Uh, yes. The TRA report. TRA report, report yes, out. absolutely. Yeah. So uh, you, you never know with these things. Mm-hmm. Right, so moving along with news, the Samsung S8, we got, we got to see a first live shot of the phone mm-hmm. uh, published by Ivan Blas, the very famous leaker by EV Leaks handle on Twitter. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's done a phenomenal so job of leaking, you know. His all, sources, all man. Oh, yeah. His Oh yeah, I fantastic. think at this stage though, when like, anything that gets leaked is just like, it's, it's just exactly. marketing, right? Yeah. Like, pretty it's much, very so. well positioned marketing, which is I mean, good for him <laughs> for making that 
his ability to get get the for kind sure. of ties to do that, right? For I, sure, absolutely. And I he's always he's been cr- uh, like pretty much. I, I you know I fact check this, but I would imagine that. He's pretty much right about ninety percent yeah. of the time. Mm, yeah, stuff, he has right? a very high exactly. accuracy. I wouldn't, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't doubt his, you know, leaks cool. anymore. Uh, so, what you guys think of the headphone essay? Jack. Yes, <laughs> headphone <laughs> jack. Yeah. I mean, it would be it would be <laughs> stupid for Samsung to not get up on stage at that press conference and make fun of Apple for right. not having a head jack. Well, they did that for with one, the Note no, Seven, yeah, right? For one more cycle, right? right? To be like, we're going to well, do it with the flagship, uh, you know, and then next year, of course, they're going to get rid of the headphone <laughs> jack. But, but, but cool. I mean, good. No, but I don't. I Mike. don't necessarily agree with that. No, I. There's no reason to do it, right? Um, you don't. We don't. There's no reason push. to. I think it's to just get rid of that point. Friendly, jack. friendly tech rivalry for for decades is the yeah. reason to do that. Just, just say. maintain. Samsung has enough clout, leverage, mm-hmm. market share to continue building on the mm-hmm. headphone jack and basically just give the finger to Apple and say, no, we're going to continue with this yeah. right. as are tons of other oh, devices. Oh, I see wow, why they should get rid of yeah. it next year. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Or for years to come. I mean, I've been saying this for, for weeks that yeah. we don't need to everybody to follow Apple in exactly. this wireless world. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. give me a headphone jack. That's as great. much as I love Bluetooth headphones and right. as much as I hate wires, mm-hmm. um, it's an option mm-hmm. and it's not a bad option to have when you don't have battery when you don't want to charge mm-hmm. anything you can pick up like a five dirham headphone and listen to music yeah. that doesn't come with bluetooth headphones right. yeah so, sure sure makes sense but um, specifically on the s8 5.8 5.8 and 6.2 yeah. 5.8 and 6.2 inch that's insane. yeah that's, that's a massive size how it? big was the s7 s7 was 5.5 5.5 now the keep in mind the edge was 5.5 the edge was 5. Oh. i don't think they're doing a flat version this time around no, so they won't yeah but the, won't the, the normal one was 5.2 5.1 5.1 yes. yes so that's absolutely. a that's a good size i think that's a huge leap though that's an extra yeah. uh, mass Seven inches. No, but I mean, when you look at uh, the S7 Edge, for example, mm-hmm. the 5.5 version, now keep in mind the bezels are getting even shorter on the new one. Right. So I don't think the form factor of the phone is going to change much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably not going to be a lot different than the S7 in your hand, Okay. but you're getting more screen space out of it. Uh, interestingly, it has a somewhat similar aspect ratio to the LG that we mentioned last week, yeah, this which is was a 2 is to 1. This is one. a 18.5 by 9, which is almost a 2 is to 1 as well. Like 18 divided by yeah. 9 is 2, but this is 18.5 by 9. So, so this is different. actually more um, of a wider. Yes. No, sorry, this is longer. Longer. Yeah, so I, it's more than 2, two is to 1. So, I mean, LG is doing that. Samsung's doing that. I wonder yeah. if that is the direction where phone industry mm. is headed. Mm. Keep in mind that if Apple gets rid of the home button on front, right. again, they're probably going to make the screen yeah, a bit longer. So what is what taller? Is, what are the advantages of having screens? As I well? don't know. So I know cinemas have this two point something aspect yeah. ratio, right? There are a lot more. Two point three five, right? Yeah. By so one this comes down to two point X as well as right. opposed to sixteen by nine, which is. So I mean, what is, yeah. is it just so we can watch better Netflix? Like, understand? <laughs> like, I I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to is watch. It just to uh, give, I mean, have we got to the stage maybe because smartphones are becoming so homogenized that we need some? Like, who knows? They're forcing something into it. It's, who it's knows? Odd. Who knows? It'll be it'll be maybe from an ergonomic point of view. I, I don't know. I mean, let's wait for LG and Samsung mm-hmm. to tell us why exactly is it that they've kind of you know yeah. chosen these sizes. So the um, most common in cinemas are 1.85 is to 1 and okay. 2.39 is to 1. Okay. So your 16 go. is to 9 yeah. sits at about 1.7. Okay. So our 16 is to 9 That's are what similar we have to right now. cinemas. Yeah. Yeah. And then with the whole 2-point thing, we're getting a little more um, longer. Yeah. We flip it over. It's more. It's closer to the cinema style of movie right. where you get like a wider view of the scene, but not necessarily a higher view of the screen. Right. I wonder the if scene. this then plays up with the VR. 
Yeah, when you Possibly. put that screen in yeah, a VR standard, headset, yeah. maybe it like becomves that. a bit, uh, you know. So yeah, you have you to move more less. You have to move your head less to yeah. cover more. Exactly. Of the area. So maybe There's you get a, a more immersive of experience with that. Okay. Yeah. That could be it. I don't know. Just throwing that out. But yeah, no, no flat you screens. Here No flat screens. No flat screens yeah, for the yeah, no. only edge displays. Yes, only edge displays for the S8. Yeah, I think nice, so. I mean, right? like, especially when you look at the new A5 and A7 mm -hmm. that they've released, they're flat yeah. screens and they're fantastic phones. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, if you want a flat screen, go for that. Yeah. I think if you want, um, you know, Super the S8. And they found success with the edge, so exactly. yeah, thinking, why not? Absolutely. Absolutely. Then it'll be interesting to see what they do with the Note then. Mm. Right. Because I don't, Note was what, 5.9? 5.7. 5.7. I think. Yes, I think it was 5.7. So it could be 5.9. Yeah, so if it 5. goes 7. up, let's say it goes up to 5.9. Right? Yeah. And that remains a flat display. Hmm. Uh, no, but the Note 7 was a curved display, right? Dual curved. Yeah, it was curved. Yeah, Note yeah, 7 was dual curved. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Just, everything flagship is curved Everything now. is flat yeah. curved. Yeah. Yeah. So that one just gets a pen revision. <laughs> <laughs> so and the screen that supports a pen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is, I guess, different. The too. one thing that I was a bit disappointed in was that the fingerprint sensor was present mm. next to the camera on the right-hand side. I was so hoping that Samsung builds a technology to have yeah, inside the, the screen. Button, right? Exactly. That's confirmed. Exactly. From these, from these yes, leaks anyway. absolutely. So, I mean, had they had technology progress enough for them to use the home button inside the screen, I think that would have been fantastic. Right. Uh, but I don't think we're there yet because obviously... So they've the, done an LG, they've done a Huawei yes. and stuck the thing on the exactly. back instead, right? Absolutely. Okay. I do hope they've got a double tap to wake up because mm -hmm. I've kind of find it hard to wake phones up using the side button, you know, if they're lying flat on your desk, mm. because obviously the fingerprint sensor is on the back, so it's kind of the, hard The uh, Sony Z5 had that as well. Which yeah, one? The, one on the, uh, the power the button on the side yes. and the fingerprint sensor. With the fingerprint sensor, right? Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the HTC yeah. phone. Oh, yeah. HTC's got that as well. Yeah. Okay, nice, excellent stuff. A couple of other interesting things about it. The Bixby Virtual Assistant, which yes. we've spoken about, mm -hmm. uh, it's the company that made Siri, so mm -hmm. Samsung bought them out, and this is going to be um, another you know, your voice assistant other than Google Now or Siri or whatever. Or Amazon so, Alexa. Or Amazon Alexa. Yeah, so we've got right. one new, one Do coming we need up. another one? Well, let's find out. Let, yeah. Let's see what Samsung has. Yeah. What uh, Samsung has. In it's coming from a good us. company, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean Siri, sure. was, Correct. Siri was at, at kind of time, ahead of its time. At yeah. its time, it was Apple fantastic. Apple has not done a great job mm -hmm. with no, it. Not so at all. Not particularly at all, because yeah. all the people, I guess, that were there working on it left to start yeah. this other company, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, it's got the Samsung Dex dock, which will allow you to sort of just hook it up to a monitor right, and right. use it as a full-fledged PC, which mm -hmm. is yeah. something that Microsoft promised us with Windows Correct. Phone as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, but I don't think that took off. Let's yeah. see if Samsung can manage to convince us. Uh, yeah, running Android on a full-fledged PC is yeah. a bit of a... I don't know. People have, like, what mo just monitors lying around mm -hmm. with keyboard right. and mice, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to connect my phone to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a little bit ambitious. Yeah, right? let's, yeah. Let's, let's see how, what it is. Or you disconnect your existing I mean, PC is it, and do that. For instance... Kind of a future proofing in the event that Google do consolidate Android and Chrome. I mean, maybe that's right. something to do with it. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Could pretend, no, huh. I mean, maybe we've, we've heard that it probably isn't going to happen anymore. Exactly. Right? So, exactly. But, so you never know. But you I mean, know. It, it's kind of cool if the use case I can think about is if I've got um, a movie like Netflix, you know, mm -hmm. it just plug my phone into the TV and, and, and then watch that. Watch but then that. you've got wireless displays as yeah. well, right? So you can very easily that Not all TVs sort of wire. support that. Yeah, and if, if you give like a nice... Chromecast. Chromecast. $30. <laughs> no, when you're traveling. Or right. Like right. if you don't have it Chromecast, on you, you're in a $30. Chromecast. Just put it in your... It's a USB stick. Literally yeah. just stick it Look, into I mean, your Look, I mean, it's another feature they can put yeah. on the box, right? Say, hey, we can do this. And then 1%. I thought Samsung was getting away from that strategy of, you know, 
giving you 200 features that they you don't can't use. Help and, themselves. <laughs> and, and you know that they've come a long way, but cut them some slack for <laughs> now. Touchwords is still going to be an unmitigated mess. It's getting a lot better. It is. It's better. getting a lot better. Better, better than a lot, a lot of other brands, I'll tell you. So March 29 is the date that Ivan Blast suggests that Samsung's going to hold its event, and the phone is going to come out sometimes in April. So let's kind of wait and see how that goes. You had a comment about battery life when we were talking about yes, the Yes, so U. apparently the 5.8-inch version also has a 3,000 milliamp battery. Mm. That's what's being rumored. So again, if you look at HTC with a 5.9-inch mm. screen and Samsung with a 5.8-inch screen, both of them doing 3,000 milliamp batteries, I'm assuming the OS is ready to take on that for you for a full but day. But also Samsung is AMOLED, SAMOLED. Yes. QMOLED? So whatever, something. <laughs> no, it, no, I think it's SAMOLED. Yes. Uh, QAMOLED was yes. the yeah, CES. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Throwback. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yes, they have a better screen yeah. than HTC, which is still using the IPS display. And again, HTC's got two screens as well, mm. whereas this is just yeah. one screen. But then Samsung's got that always-on technology, which mm. kind of, you know, just... Uh, displays yeah. that AMOLED but AMOLED is more battery friendly you yes, know correct. so if it's if it's a black screen those pixels just don't yeah, light up on, right? correct. Yeah. Exactly. but then keep in mind that this is actually a smaller battery than either the S7 Edge or the Note 7 mm. the S7 had a 3600 milliamp and the mm. Note 7 had a 3500 so this is drastically lower this is 3000 I mean maybe it is just Nougat being a little bit more I'm, I'm assuming right? yeah, yeah so I think so I think so I just give us but like why not just put a bigger battery in it so we can have a longer day uh, maybe they don't <laughs> want that whole Note 7 difficult what happened and yeah, they yeah, kind yeah. of put in the battery. Seven point check, right? Like <laughs> eight, eight, eight point, point check. Eight point check. Well, yeah, that yeah. Uh, that that last eight point felt. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Nagat, uh, Google I.O. dates are announced, May 7, 3, 17 through 19. So, I mean, this is the event that uh, Google announces its new operating system, or doesn't announce the name, but shows us features of the new operating system. That Android O. Android O, yeah. exactly. Or that's what it is. <laughs> Oreo. Oreo. Okra. Oreo. Huh. Oreo. Oreo. Yeah. They've done first. KitKat, so, you know, yeah, Oreo. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but is there anything that you guys want out of Android? I mean, you know, is is there any particular feature or th th is Android lacking at some front for, I for I you guys? I think do a very big uh, focus on VR in this. Okay. And like the kind of compatibility with VR. All right. And, and so I don't know how, Daydream I gets. Feeling, yeah, I think that that's going to get a big. Okay. Showing, mainly because they've been a little bit quiet since the things come out. All right. And you're going to have a crop. When, when's the date they've announced? 17 through 19. Right. So yeah. you've got, um, you know, by then all the phones will be out. Yep. Right? Like, so Samsung, yes. LG, the works. So, and, yes. and they're all, I you know, rumored to be Daydream compatible. I mean, that's what right. these things are Yes, doing. that's right. So it's going to have to be a big push for that. Okay. So you think yeah. VR is going to be the big. So. Okay. Perfect. So I think Andrew, um, Andrew, Android <laughs> is. My uh, favorite mobile <laughs> operating system, Android. Andrew. <laughs> Android is still, they'll, they'll still talk about the whole spiel about making, uh, solving Android's fragmentation mm -hmm. problem and right. updates, uh, probably decoupled apps. I know that they're put, putting in a lot more yeah. in the Google Play services mm -hmm. and less in the OS. Okay. So we'll definitely see that. We'll see the instant apps yeah, that we, we talked about, about sure. earlier. So I think it's in Android or Google's best interest to make um, its OS more updatable. Mm -hmm. Well, 
bring the features of the updates more frequently without necessarily having the manufacturers update their phones. And that's right. something, you know, we see uh, the likes of Honor 6X right. still run, uh, running Android 6.0. Not just that, but I mean, even when you look at uh, the Huawei Mate 9 that you and I have, the yeah. Middle Eastern version, it's not updated, whereas Mike's got mm. one which is updated to the latest build. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, even within the same handset from the same manufacturer, yeah. you still region, have yeah. this fragmentation where I, you know, this a region is going to They do have. talk about it every year saying they're working and it's going to get better, but you know, yeah. I mean, it's... it's it, it is challenging it's for them. incremental yeah. movements. Yeah. So I think one of the great things they introduced was that in 7.0 or 7.1, I'm not sure, but it's on the Pixel, is that it auto-updates in the background. Mm -hmm. And the next time you restart the phone, there is no installing process. There is no updating progress, process. The phone is just there. I mean, you just restart the phone and it's running the latest build of the OS. Yeah. So I think they've done that Delta update thing mm -hmm. in the last couple of OSs. Um, again, I'm not sure how it's going to play out moving forward. I honestly couldn't think of any single feature that I'd really need out of Android. As an OS, I actually think Android is better than iOS at the moment, as an OS. Uh, apps, I think, are still a lot more yeah. polished on iPhone, which is what makes me kind of go back to it all the time. But I think as a core OS, yeah, I, I think I mean, Android is fantastic. Pretty, yeah, pretty spot on. Man. Absolutely. I mean, I mean like, it's fast, it's fluid, it's, you know, battery life is great. Something uh, like AirDrop for Android, though. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting... Yeah, I mean, in fact, to be honest... For me, that is one of the greatest technological advancements of an Apple For, phone yeah. Yeah. that they've done the in the last is, 10 years. AirDrop is phenomenal. That's AirDrop what I miss yeah. from having an iPhone, yeah. yes. AirDrop. It's right. just, when it works, it works so well. Mm. Not only the fact that you can connect across devices, mm -hmm. file transfers are very, very yeah, quick. They are super fast quick. compared to Bluetooth. I mean, yeah, yeah that's, that's, you're absolutely right. I'd mentioned that from Mate 9 when I was trying to send a file across through Bluetooth. Yeah. And I was like... What's happening? You know, like, like what's WhatsApp or something. Like exactly. That, really. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, yeah, just, I, I uh, with you the best. I couldn't think of anything else to improve Android. But does that mean Android has hit a peak? Are we? But I mean, keep that. Think of it from a desktop point of view. When you look at OS 10 or Mac OS, yeah. I mean, you really haven't seen any major change in the OS for the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they put Siri on it, which was negligible. Like who exactly, uses it, like, right? like you know, yeah. increments here and there. Yeah. But the OS itself, I think, just needs to provide a good, fast, stable platform. It's the apps on top of that that really utilize your phone. Mm -hmm. So you know, the OS. I mean, I, for me, the OS should just disappear in the background. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't even know about it that it's there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just a platform for your apps to thrive upon. No and new design uh, language. Um, I, they updated the Google Contacts web yes, recently with yes, Material Design. Yes, but and they again, wouldn't do that if there was a new design language coming. But exactly. So, I mean, Material Design is probably going to yeah. you know, continue, continue yeah. Yeah, for the next yeah. few iterations. Uh, I mean, we've heard rumors. I mean, I don't think they will announce hardware. This, no, they don't. But, no, but we've heard rumors already that obviously they're working on Pixel 2, but a, a smaller version of a Pixel as well. Right. Um, but they have two versions already, right? They've got the Excel yeah, and the regular. Excel, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah so you I meant a cheaper version. A cheaper version. Yeah, yeah. Right. Cheaper version. Okay. But, but I don't I mean, maybe New be a smartwatches bit of was, new Pixel smartwatches was supposed to be announced in January. Right. Yeah. Android 2.0 still isn't released. I'm yeah. assuming Which, that once that comes out. So. Um, <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, rumors are that Huawei might show Android 2.0 where watch yeah. and uh, their watches are good. Yeah, yeah. their watches uh, are good. We, you and I have different opinions, my friend. <laughs> they look uh, good. <laughs> again, you and I have different opinions. <laughs> it was very, very gaudy for me. I mean, I okay. tried it out. Just too big and chunky yeah. and gaudy. Uh, I prefer something slimmer, lighter on the design. Yeah, like but the new I, I know tons of people that prefer the, the new Withings steel. Oh, that's nice. That, that is so nice. nice. That is beautiful. So and I prefer minimal designs when yeah, it comes to watches. You know, I prefer something. And that thing's only, uh, what, like $200? Exactly. It's nice. Beautiful. But it's not shipping yet from... Uh, no, I tried to pre-order one. Yeah. 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 Not yet. Not yet. Soon. Soon. Hopefully soon. 
Right, okay, so a uh, couple of other stories, which honestly I don't think they're very interesting to kind of <laughs> speak about. So I'm going to skip them, and I'm just going to go to the last bit that, um, oh yeah, we had um, WhatsApp, which has sort of, which is in beta allowing uh, group chat users to broadcast live locations. See, this is something I wish Android had. Actually, this is something I wish Google Maps had. So when I'm driving somewhere... Right. I want someone to have my live ETA. Okay, but it's built into iOS, right? iOS has yeah. that. Yeah. So, uh, you so, know, I, don't, I guess Google, maybe Android, Android yes, Google Maps, sure. get it together. Sure, it's the one sure. we want out of True. Android. Oh. Yeah, so True. we know WhatsApp is going to do yeah. this is yeah. where you can share live location, and that's great. Which is good. Which means yeah. you're constantly polling location. Absolutely. When yeah. you decide to share it, so it works the way iOS does, mm -hmm. share my location live yeah. for one minute, five minutes, ten minutes, mm -hmm. an hour, whatever. Absolutely. Uh, so this is great for safety, for when you, you're running late to a place and you want to tell people, look, this is how far I am, realistically I am, trust me, I can share my location. <laughs> I'm not lying. Super good for Dubai. Yeah. You know what it's not good for? What? Phones with 3,000 milliamp batteries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that it's going to kill battery. Yeah, you know, it, GPS is a battery yeah. killer. Yeah, but so. then th that's, when you, that's as much battery usage as you would be using Google Maps. I guess so, yeah. So it's the same. It's, it's, you're still pulling location once. 97% of the people use WhatsApp, Avisha. Google Maps is but probably hey, just 5%. Yeah. <laughs> 97% of people are suddenly going to find their battery yeah. levels super low. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, right, so that's pretty much it for the news. I just kind of want to ask you guys one more thing before we leave, is that the iPhone, the iPad, sorry, turned seven years old. Mm. Uh, does Happy either birthday. one of you use yeah. the iPad? What do you think? I mean, do you think it's changed You know what, I carry one industry? around with me every day. Okay. I use it once a week okay. to read comic books. To read comic books. Read okay, comic books. interesting. That's about my use case. All right. And then when I travel, I take it out of my yep. bag, put it in my laptop, and I bring that with me when I'm overseas. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, it's just not a device that ever gets used. Yeah, I, I, I've, I think I'm with you on that because a couple of times I've tried to travel with the iPad, mm -hmm. you know, like bravely, bravely leaving my laptop behind. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just as It is, it is. I mean, there are a lot of things that the iPad can't do. Or maybe it's just that uh, we're super comfortable using laptops or, you know, full-blown desktop OSs. I, th I mean, maybe we come from a generation where we're used maybe to so. using a computer that has, yeah. that you can get into terminal and do things. Exactly. Anything, Absolutely. Like FTP, terminal, yeah, whatever it exactly. is that, you know. But, you know. I mean, maybe I, you talk often about your kids. Um, maybe it's different for that generation. I'm Most sure, likely right? it is. But I think it comes down to use case as well, right? The idea of a file system mm. is something which is still very sacred to me. Mm -hmm. um, to us. Yes. Yeah, to us. Yeah. To us. You know, um, but does the newer generation care yeah, about that yeah. at all? You know, considering their photos are stored in the cloud. Their files are stored in the cloud. Everything is on the cloud nowadays. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's um, so I don't, I still don't think it's a generational thing. I, yeah. I think it comes down to use case. So yeah. a young programmer will still need uh, a file system he will still need terminal it yeah. you know maybe yeah, sure. so an old person who only cares about photos yes right so again not a generational thing but a use case thing but yeah, what i mean this is true i mean i look at someone like my mother she uses her ipad every day right. yeah. Doesn't own a computer. so yeah my wife doesn't own a computer either ipad has a primary device yeah, for you so know all i have friends levels. who say you know all they care about is going through facebook exactly and email their facebook emails and instagram mm -hmm. and that's it the ipad and everything that. productive they do on their work laptop mm -hmm. so yeah people probably are not buying personal laptops anymore and that makes sense. Right. Um, yeah, but as a tech journalist, you can't live without one. No, absolutely. Yeah. For as us, much as we've tried, yeah. right? Like, I, I love the device. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. No, it's, I it's, love the iPad. I, mean, I think it's fantastic. Apple created a category that pretty much at that time didn't exist. I mean, it kind of did. There were a couple right. before that, but like they, 
essentially forged the way of a category, and now they're the only people left in that category that are still making money. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, good for them, you know? I mean, they, they kind of decided, they, they found a market that was like, oh, people want to watch YouTube on a screen that isn't yeah. a laptop. Yep. Here's a device for it. Well done. So for me, my Kindle has replaced my iPad, mm-hmm. but that's because right. my iPad was my reading device. Right. Uh, that being said, iPad did come with sort of PDF support, which mm-hmm. is great. Right. And you can get rich documents. You can read web pages. And that experience is not the same on a Kindle. But when it comes to core reading, downloading mm-hmm. books, the Kindle is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it allows you to read for longer periods of time as well. I would get tired yeah. of reading the iPad for just like 30 sure. minutes. And the experience is just not Fair the same. Enough. But a Kindle is a very, very close replacement to a book. And I carry my Kindle with me everywhere. Mm-hmm. My iPad is literally sitting collecting dust. Yeah. In my home, I haven't touched it for months. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think year, year. The, the difference for me is is that now that phone screens are bigger, they're big enough. Yeah, right. right? Like you don't before, need when we were on a five point two, four point nine inch screen, right? It was like this is not useful for reading anything. Right. On. But now with a five point nine inch screen, I mean that's all. Well, you know, it's not as big as an iPad Mini, but it might as well be. Yeah, that's right? true. Like I can that's read true. comic books easily on that. I can read books on that fine, and I can watch TV shows or yeah. videos at. You know, yeah, I, I watched Black Mirror when I was in the US yeah. right. on my Mate 9. Yeah. Um, and it was fine. And you enjoyed it. Yeah, I, yeah. I did. Okay. You, you kind of get used to it and it's not that small of a screen. You know, okay. it's, it's absolutely yeah, fine. And even on a plane, for instance, that screen is probably better than the crappy one they put in your in the seat That's in front true. of you, right? At that size. I watched the latest episode of Sherlock Holmes when I was flying back after New Year's. Yeah. And it was absolutely fine on the Mate 9. I think you bring a good point about screen sizes because uh, last year I had gotten the 12.9-inch iPad Pro from Apple for review. Uh, it's already gone back to them. And then, you know, once uh, I finished reviewing that, they sent the new 9.7-inch. Mm-hmm. And 9.7 just appeared too small. I was like, wait a minute, you know, that 12.9 was actually a great screen size. Yeah. I could totally see myself getting used to something like that. In fact, I think uh, whenever they release the next iPad Pro 12.9, if it has a built-in Apple SIM, I am probably going to go ahead and get that device because I think Apple SIM is a fantastic technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, you land in a new country, no need to go to a telco carrier, whatever it is. You know, it pops up whatever carriers are available to you. Sign on a plan on the device, and bam, you're mm-hmm. ready with your mm-hmm. data. Um, I think that's fantastic, but it's not in the 12.9-inch iPad. Yeah. They introduced it with the 9.7-inch. Mm-hmm. So if they bring that back in the 12.9 form factor, um, I remember when I was traveling with the 12.9, watching Netflix on it, for example, yeah. just in bed, you know, compared to a laptop. I and you chuck a keyboard too. on it, like one of the Logitech you can, ones, yes. which are actually decent. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, sensibly get and, the work done. Yeah, and look, I mean, Apple's been promoting Swift a lot, their programming mm-hmm. language. So I wouldn't be surprised if in um, next event uh, where Apple announces the next iOS, WWDC. WWDC, sorry, they might announce, you know, how you can program Swift on iOS now, you know, just actually get a shell, right. whatever it is. Yeah. That would uh, be keyboard is there. Yeah, absolutely. So just try to pull. But coming back to your uh, bed, using the mm-hmm. iPad in, in bed thing, the Apple, your laptops, right? You can use them comfortably in bed lying down. It's because they have a base. Right. Now, this is something I've been thinking of because I want to get the surface, mm-hmm. is that you can't really use it in bed. You Okay, so it depends. If you are typing stuff, then yes, I completely agree with you. You yeah. cannot. But if you're just watching something, then they're perfectly fine. How do you... How do you, you put it up against your knees. Exactly. They just kind of... It just rests around my legs. Yeah. I, I generally have my legs kind of up. Yeah, mm-hmm. as do I. Yeah, and exactly. it stands up, right? Totally. Totally. No okay. issues whatsoever. Yeah. I, I think it's a good device. It's just trying to find its way. I need and to get a surface in bed. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is nice. Good. That's a very expensive bed device. <laughs>
<laughs> awesome. So on that note, I think we're going to take our leave. It's, yep. Uh, it's been fun talking again. This time We've around. been behind the bites. We have yes. been behind the bites. You've been great listeners. Send us your feedback on Twitter at Behind the Bites. Absolutely. Uh, we're also on email at BehindTheBites.ae at gmail.com. Yes. Please do forward us any questions or anything that you'd like to. Feedback, please. Mm. Feedback would be nice. And anything else that you'd like featured on the show, yeah. do let us know. Yep. And we'll see you next week. All right. Twitter handles, Mike. Oh, I'm at Mike Priest. At Aja Farelli. And I'm Vivisha. At B H A V I S H Y A. Good stuff. Or you can just follow us on at Behind the Bites as well. Yeah. Signing off. Bye. Bye.